never made that Reddit post. Which one? About asking about the crabs. The crabs? Yeah, um, with uh, Jay Garcia. Oh, um, right. To figure out if anybody else has made the like has has mistaken it for a crab. But you know, the reason <laughs> I didn't like make a whole thing of it is because as I was reading like last week, uh, which I mentioned on the main pod, I think briefly, but it is based on a. It's not just a spider; it's a specific like, de- like a demon spider or something like that. Mm. So it's it's absolutely like it's not up to interpretation. It absolutely is. A certain kind of spider. Sorry about it, bro. It'd be like that, man. I can't, you know, I, what can I say? Well, with any luck, uh, he'll be taken out in this arc, and we won't have to deal with him further down the line. Hope so, man. <laughs> I don't like that guy. Yeah. I don't like that guy very much at all. But, um, yeah. so it was an interesting week in football. It sure and was. By interesting, huh? I mean, huh? I said it sure was, huh? Yeah. I missed both games doing something I think was very important for me in my future. I'm tr- I'm trying to sh- I'm trying to secure the future mother of my kids. You understand? Okay. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I wasn't doing anything important, so I watched both games. Talk to me about the first one. I mean cuz I kind of get the I I get I I get the dr- the, the the drift of the second game it was the lions went up big all of america was so excited and then patrick <laughs> mahomes showed these niggas what time well it patrick really wasn't is. playing against the lions but brock purdy did just another hard-working Jeez. white guy who came up from mr irrelevant to uh Jeez. slayer of cowboys and into <laughs> and i did confuse them together destroyer of lions um, <laughs> well that's because Bert purdy Apparently played so good, he could have been like Mahomes. I she, honestly, you could tell you wouldn't be able to tell them apart. They played really well. That's actually not true. I heard he played like shit the entire game except for the last drive. No, that was uh, the game before. Um, but with this game, he he played, he played like not great in the first half. In the second half, something awoke in him, and he destroyed the. He was running all over the place. He had like 300 yards or some shit. Yeah, man. He went crazy. I I told you in the chat, but it was not easy rooting for the 49ers, bro. It really wasn't. You were rooting for the Niners? I thought you were rooting for the Lions. Hell no. Fuck the... Listen, I'm going to be straight up with you. Now that they're actually out of the playoffs and, and I can't jinx them into winning the Super Bowl, fuck the Lions. Fuck Dan Campbell. Fuck Jared Goff and fuck all they new fake ass friend uh, fans. I'm gonna also go ahead and say fuck Detroit. Hmm. Fuck that well, ghost town. Uh, we can't be affording to say fuck you to any cities. We'd like fans. <laughs> Imagine all well, of Detroit. I, mean, I hope y'all don't. You know, well, you know, it's all sports. It's all fun and games, guys. But I mean, yeah. Um. Well, the, the Chiefs game. No, I don't. I don't like it. I don't like. I don't like how America loves an underdog story, but but worships its billionaires and millionaires. That really fucking bothers me. So when, so when mainstream media likes to back anything and call it an underdog, I catch an attitude, and then and 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 that and and whoever is the target of that catches my my dread. 
and my and my um disdain. That's yeah. just how it works. I mean, you know, it's like right? you can't win with that attitude though. It's like I can't root like, for granted, underdogs. I, like I'm hated, but I, it's rooted in real shit. Like I'm actually be, I'm actually not joking with you right now. I'm trying to like I'm trying to like explain to you like why it's not just like just me just randomly being mad at another team. There's hundreds of teams that are, I mean, hundreds. there's a lot of other teams that are successful. That I'm not just hating on them just for being successful. You'd think I'd hate the Chiefs based on how I usually act. Quite I frankly, don't. I think you'd hate the you Cowboys know? the way the way that their whole. You're right. You, and you know what? If it wasn't if it wasn't for me, that being the only reason I'm even a football fan, then you're right. I probably would fucking hate the Cowboys. You know what I mean? But yeah, it's strange. It's like, uh, you know, so it is what it is. And yeah. for what it's worth. They're, we're the richest team, and 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 don't have the most success. So it's like it's kind of like it's kind of embarrassing, honestly. I don't know why you like these guys so much. <laughs> you could call it that, but I know at the end of the day that money could only influence so much on the like on the fucking field. You know what I mean? When there's salary caps and all of that. Yeah. So that's why like, the Lions are so cool. <laughs> they have no money. Oh, uh, they have and plenty they of go. money, Chris. And here they go. NFL franchise. <laughs> Don't do that. Man. No, they have no money. All they do is, all they have is their blood, sweat, and tears, bro. All right. Well, <laughs> so that's why that's why I didn't like it. I didn't like how everybody watched Dan Campbell talk all this shit. Here goes this fucking this you know what, man. I don't I don't Well, dude, it's all a fantasy, you know? It's all like uh it's all a show. It's an entertainment. There's it's a story for every team. These guys are millionaires, but they go into work like it's war, but it's like you're playing a game. But that's like part of it. That's like part of the investment in it. It's kind of like a suspension of disbelief. You know, it's like watching a reality show. They probably go to war making $80,000 a year, too. So, I mean, I don't. Well, I guess. I, all right. But I they're not. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm trying to take. I guess you're not. I'm not. You're not. I don't know. I don't know how else they really explain it. Yeah, I mean, you know, all that. I'm like, not that mystified by it. It's yeah, just you know, all that. I really want to play a sport, and they happen to make millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, you know, all that rah rah stuff is, you know, just kind of like, it's a show. You know, it's like entertainment, and does it really matter in the grand scheme of things? Not really, but you know, it's a show. You know, it's like wrestling. It's like anything. You know, you build up uh, some drama, tension. But I, I, I mean, yeah. But um, my reaction is to the reaction to the rest of the country. Because I'm sure every single team has a Dan Campbell in that locker room. Yeah, all 32 of these fucking guys talk like that. Coach. Every yeah, one of these guys not, talk like that. Except for maybe Mike Right, McDaniel. right. So it's He's not his, his character. It's funny to make fun of him and say them. Like, all right, when I'm cracking, you know, all right. Believe it or not, when I'm cracking the jokes on Dan Campbell, I'm actually not being as that critical. Um, that's when I'm actually being silly because I think it's fun to like hey, you know, about how he's like a larger than life. He's like a fucking One Piece character, you know? Yeah, that's why I like him, I guess. I, don't, I, don't I see really a little One Piece character. Dan Campbell <laughs> himself, you know? Yeah, he's a fun big personality, to be honest, and that's why I like him. I don't know. I don't like buy in For sure. And, and, and for real, for real, bro, if I ever met Dan Campbell, I'd give that nigga a pound and be like, yo, like, you really brought these bum ass niggas out. <laughs> at, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll give it to him. Like, you might be surprised really to hear this, Josh, team. man, but I really do believe they had in... no business making it to the conference finals. <laughs> they did. Uh, man, they worked hard I mean, for yeah, it. The... <laughs> Guys, what he's going to tell me, I'm going to say, okay, Obadiah. You have a good night. <laughs> 
I actually believe that uh, the people should own the means of production, man. You know? Yo, if he says that, I'd be like, motherfucker, you better say that shit on the... Uh. In your, in your press conference. I say it all the time. You just don't bar. listen, man. You just listen to the part where we work hard. But he's <laughs> he just gaslights you. <laughs> he's like, I said it like 12 times, man. You got to listen close, man. All right, then I really have a reason to hate that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dan. Now, you, now, now you're getting me fucking tight. Go back and, and watch the you, tape. But I will you know? stab you. I don't know, man. Everybody, you think Mike McCarthy so doesn't talk like that? Super Bowl next year. What? You think Mike McCarthy doesn't talk like that? You know Mike no, McCarthy. Like that. You know Mike McCarthy be calling think, people lazy. I think Mike McCarthy doesn't actually say words at all. I think he's a puppet. <laughs> yeah, nobody even knows he who he is. He's a real person. Yeah. And then, like, when he went in and, and accepted the job for the Cowboys position, Jerry shoved his hand up his ass, and, and, like, before he could even react and snatch everything inside of him, like all his organs and bones in it, in just one swoop. And then uh, replaced it with strings, and he's a marionette. Damn, dude. Mark McCarthy's a reverse Pinocchio. Yeah. He went from a real boy to a puppet. Mm hmm And Jerry Jones is this evil Geppetto. That's why he kept his job. He's like, I'll do whatever you say. That's exactly what happened. He said, I don't care. I don't, I don't care about this anymore, nah. frankly. <laughs> Quite frankly, I don't, I don't care if I ever win a championship again. Just keep paying me a lot of money to lose in the, in the playoffs. I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> I like the asterisk to lose. Uh, checks, the, checks the three, 12, and 15 seasons uh, in the playoffs. <laughs> I mean, granted, that's where it matters the most. I'll be a fucking demon in the regular season and then lose in the playoffs. Just... Don't fire me. I was in the shower thinking about that. Like, is this is this what life is as a Cowboys <laughs> fan? Like, yo, all right, nah, that's not. Basically, my my pattern of thought was like, yo, like we lost, and next you never know what's gonna happen. Any, you know, like the next year, we could be a fucking four and twelve team next year. You yeah. Know? Man, it must. I wonder you know, how it feels to be like a uh, like a from Kansas City Chiefs fan. It must be pure bliss. It must be magical. It must they be like, like they got no worries. Like, yo, that boy Mahomes pulled up and they had no idea. Yeah. Knowing they have a literal X-Man as a quarterback over there. Did you see the, you didn't see this, but like, I don't know if you saw that, that one part where they almost sacked him and he like twisted up and he sprung back up. Like it, it was so weird. Jesus, I hope he's okay. He's fine. No, he, he. I don't remember exactly how the play went after that, but he immediately started running out of the pocket. But he twisted like a pretzel well, you for know a how second. Is. Yeah, I know. He twisted like a pretzel for a second, and then he got right back up. That game was so weird, just because like the Ravens were like not playing the way that they've oh, been. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about in the first place. Fuck. All right, well, whatever. Lions, Niners had the greatest game ever, and they love each other and respect <laughs> each other. It's all, it's all fucking awesome, and it's... it's, 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 it's right? All-American goodness, fine. But what happened in the Ravens in Kansas game? I don't know, man. The Ravens just it, weren't it, themselves. The Kansas defense just that fucking, like, was they just getting to him? Like, I'll tell you what. Both defenses played pretty well. Like, the Chiefs didn't score in the second half. They just kept their lead. Oh. And like... Oh, 17-7 at the half? I think so, yeah. And then at some point, they uh, Ravens got a field goal. 
but like they never that was about oh, right it. then it was 10 to 17 yeah, mm -hmm. yeah and the chiefs didn't score again but they they were very good they had like time of possession like crazy they just kept the ball out of lamar's hands yeah and they didn't run as much even though like sometimes the run was actually kind of effective against the chiefs But yeah, they yeah, didn't do so much running. Weird, it was man. so bizarre. That was, that's what they were supposed to do. They were supposed to. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Ravens were supposed to do, do the do the Chiefs like how uh, the Lions was doing the Niners in the first half. Exactly. What I noticed about that game was that, like, Jared Goff did not even have a touchdown, but I seen three rushing touchdowns. I was mm -hmm. like, holy shit, man! Yeah, it was a run. Like, it was a run heavy game. Like the, are the Niners really letting these niggas run all over them? Like, yeah. I mean, they have I, a they have a pretty like, good run game. I got confidence the Cowboys could beat the 49ers, but it wasn't going to be like that. Not by running the fucking ball. Yeah. So no, like the Lions have a good run game. They have like Montgomery and Gibbs are sure pretty do. good. They uh, have a really good offensive line. That's what it that is. That too. Yeah. But overall, like Ravens game was like I was watching. It was like God damn, that kind of sucks. It was just like not even close, kind of. Not very exciting yeah, it, on either side. It didn't feel as close as it looked at the end, right? Like, it mm -hmm. felt like... Yeah, no, it was, like, pretty... It was pretty dead. Like, the Chiefs, all they had to do they really was... in the worst fucking way, basically, with everyone looking at Lamar, like, oh, you couldn't do this or that. Yeah. I mean, I haven't heard... I ain't gonna lie, I haven't been hearing anybody say that. Yeah, really. I think you need to be a pretty I intense... Really, like, I thought I was gonna see Lamar getting way more hell. But I think it's because they lost to the Chiefs, which is what I was talking about last week, where like, at least if they, if in the possibility that they do lose, at least if they lose to Kansas, it's like, well, you know, you lost to Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, when mm -hmm. no one's gonna like look at you wrong for that. Yeah, I mean, I think if there was any time to beat the Chiefs, it was probably this year, but they just couldn't do it. Like this is the. I understand why why you say that and why like you know other people make that point i'm i swear i'm not trying to be like a contrarian or nothing like that but like i just i i i disagree because i feel like they're not playing like how they've been playing throughout the season that's what i'm saying they locked in yeah no for sure definitely but like like even if, so i can understand if like they were like all right i yeah, I mean, I said it plainly already. No, right? I, I think uh, there's merit to that, but it's also like the Chiefs didn't score in the second half at all. So it's like they're playing so well. well and they were playing against the best defense in the league. I know, but, you know, like it, the, the way the offense of the Ravens was going this year, like they should have edged that out. In I sense. agree. I think I, I, I guess what like, I'm trying to... I thought they were what pretty I'm evenly matched. Out is that was it more the Ravens' offense or was it more the Chiefs' defense? And I guess it's, I guess it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I mean, I would but, say it was the offense because they play they played a different game than what they usually do. But the Chiefs' defense also yeah. like clamped down pretty hard. Yeah, Alden Smith. Yeah. Been, um, man, just that def that defensive line is so good, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know what? The defense has been playing good all season, apparently. For the Ravens? 
Uh, no, for the for for Kansas. Yeah, the defense has been consistently like great. Yeah, but their offense is doing enough now. Mm-hmm. That's so dangerous. I really oh my thought God. the Cowboys you... were gonna be like that. I really thought that that's how we were gonna be. Where like, it's like, like the defense just makes it so hard for everybody. And because we have players like because of like Dak and Ceedee Lamb or like other or you know like because we got Zach Martin and all like all these other like really good players like on offense that we had enough playmakers to just like you know like score more than the other team or whatever. But I don't know. Yeah, we're just not there yet. That's why that kind of brings me back to what I was trying to say about McCarthy. Like with all jokes aside, like I don't think I mean. We got destroyed by the Green Bay, but I think that w- I'm willing to look at that as more of an anomaly and then look at like how the offense, how well the offense was playing. Like it was different. Like the Kellen Moore offenses are like, I think averaged more points or whatever, but like, our, like the. The way our offense complemented the defense was different than any other than any year, and I feel like they can keep building on that. And even if we lose Dan Campbell, like we still got the defensive players and shit to um to maintain that. You know, mm-hmm. we just we just need some linebackers, and we need a more dedicated um we need a more dedicated plan of action against the run. Yeah. This is a whole fucking football podcast, but it is playoff football. I mean, I like so. talking about it. It's fun times. We're getting a rematch now. Rematch Super Bowl. I don't know who's going to take yeah, it. Yeah, I remember the, I remember the, when they played. That was the Chiefs' first Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, and they um, had Garoppolo. Yeah. But now they have Purdy Good. They got Brock Purdy. Man, he and Garoppolo are of the same ilk, man. <laughs> that 49ers team is just solid. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, like, Brock only needs to do enough to keep drives alive. And, you know, he'll be okay. Yeah. He oh, he needs to do exactly what I thought the Cowboys was going to be set up as. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I mean, he he showed he could do that against uh, against Detroit, so that that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I and I and I I do have a, a level of respect for for Purdy and yeah. that 49ers team. It's a cool story, you know, from Mister Relevant to, yeah. to the top to the Super Bowl. It's pretty great. Yeah, it is. Lots of good stories this year. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is interesting. It is that is cool. You know. <laughs> it just shows how talented these players coming out of college are and that sometimes like all the talent in the world you know can, you just have to have the we just got to be the right fit it's got to be the right mm-hmm. time no it's true it's like situation and time and you know coaching you know the cards are like stacked for you if you end up on the Niners I imagine if you're like receptive enough to like be coached by Shanahan and, you know, just be a good quarterback, just, like, play the game right in that system. Yeah. It's it pretty much, you. it plays itself almost. Right. But I, I'll give Purdy and Garoppolo, for that matter, uh, the credit as far as, like, you still have to make the right decision. Oh, definitely. 
Yeah. And and they do, you know. Purdy has, Purdy has, and even more than that, I'm, I'll also give him like that nigga has heart, yo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he he plays with a lot of heart, and I don't he don't play with a chip on his shoulder. He plays with heart. There's yeah, a huge difference. Yeah, that's why I like that personally, because. A lot of people act like I think a lot of people think like he's trying to prove people wrong, but he's just always had this mindset and that attitude since he first like you know his his rookie year. I don't think he thinks about the doubters or the haters or nothing like that. I think he just fucking loves football and plays. I agree you know? with that. I think uh, Dak has a really good energy about him. Yeah, but he is susceptible to pressure, man. Yeah, that's that. I don't think it was his fault we lost against Green Bay. I I, I honestly chalked that up to the defense. Because mm-hmm. when Dak threw that pick, that pick six, we was already down 20, like three scores. And it was like he just wanted to make something happen. Yeah. Go to Prescott. Uh, you could argue that was a terrible decision. He should have knew better. Whatever. I mean, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know? The Knicks are doing really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so I'm, I've heard. I'm not as ha- I'm not as salty about the Cowboys. Yeah, last I saw, they were like fifth. In in the yeah, conference. we're in the fourth now, and um, actually, if we win tonight, and the Sixers lose, we'll be in the third seed. Oh, thoughts and prayers. Yeah. Um, have you ever watched a show called Forged in Fire? No, I never heard of that. Uh, it's pretty great. It's this Netflix show. I mean, it's not a Netflix show. It's actually a History Channel show where contestants, uh, mm-hmm. contestants, all of which who were probably there for January 6th, uh, come together and uh, build swords as a competition. <laughs> swords and blades. And you get to see them make knives and stuff. And I'm like, that's pretty oh cool. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, that's pretty cool. But they're all just like, like big old white dudes. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> uh, some somehow, I'm not even a little bit surprised. And some sometimes, like there's an Asian person or a woman. Well, the woman always goes home first for some reason. Like I've only watched like a some couple. Reason. I've watched like so many episodes, and there's like every now and then there's just like a woman that comes on, and then she's just eliminated immediately. <laughs> Like her blade breaks immediately. It's like, goddamn. They're really trying to get That's her out of here. Her leg? Her her blade. Oh, damn. Because they run tests. Oh, so it's a it's sort of. Oh, I see. So it's not. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah not, they make sword. Like the first episode, they made katanas. Oh, like the. they If they make it through like the, the first round, which is essentially like you get to make a, some kind of knife or something. If you make mm-hmm. it through, the the final two get to go home and are assigned a certain sword or something to build. Okay. It's pretty good. Pretty good yeah, show. Yeah, sounds interesting. Yeah. Maybe I could watch it on demand or something. How do, you, how do you watch it? It's on Netflix. Like, they got a couple. They got, like, a season on there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. History Channel been shaky for a long time. I haven't watched the History Channel in forever. They're the they're now the uh, 
pseudoscience and history. <laughs> I know they do the aliens a lot. Yeah. Aliens. Do we have any uh, questions from Mr. Mike? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Anybody else? Let me see. We definitely do have questions from Mr. Mike. Uh, let me just find them. <laughs> nope, not that one. We passed this one. Oh, wait, no. Here it is. Uh, damn. Hold on. What did we answer last time? Nobuji. Okay. So, okay. What is one series or show that you've outgrown that you're slightly embarrassed to admit you liked previously? Hmm. Hmm. Please repeat that, my friend. Uh, what is one series or show that you've outgrown that you're slightly embarrassed to admit that you liked previously? Oh, that is a good one. That is a good one. Because there is. I just need some Yeah, time. I'm sure. I'm just trying to remember. Wow. Uh, fuck. I'm sure a lot of, like, those old, like, Nickelodeon shows probably are, this, are that. But I'm trying to find a more recent one. Like the live action Nickelodeon stuff, but that's like you know you were a kid. Yeah, but you were like we were like kids, so that's almost not fair. That can count. That can count. Hmm. Because I don't cringe at a lot of the old shit I used like old. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to remember. I like Um, that. They definitely a lot of those old cartoons. Not all of them, though. If I could pick, like, a movie, there's a lot of movies that I feel like I've outgrown. Yeah. A lot of, like, that mid-2000s comedy. I hate to admit it, but a lot of that, like, Seth Rogen, Mm. you know, uh, uh, no, there's some of them that are really There's some of them that probably stand the test of time. I I would believe that Pineapple Express Yes. still holds up. Pineapple... yeah, I I, I I believe that that one's solid too. Um, I watched Super Bad a few months ago. I'm worried. To, I'm scared to watch Super Bad. I like Super Bad. I think it's still gonna be funny. I feel like it's not as I, funny I, as I, I thought remember. it was the funniest fucking movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, no, I I think like it's because I watched it to death a whole bunch when I watched it, and then when I watched it again, it's not as funny as I remembered. But I still liked it. Yeah. I still think it's a solid movie. Um. Uh, but now we're just talking about movies we like <laughs> from back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, fuck. Mm. A movie that I've grown out of or a show or a series. <sighs> I guess this doesn't really count um, because it's like an internet thing, but the Nostalgia Critic stuff I've, I've grown out of. I was like a big fan back then. Mm. Early internet like web shows yeah a lot of that stuff just with the internet evolving into like more you know advanced stuff all that stuff fell by the wayside i can't believe he's still doing it it's 
It really? Well, he's kind of trapped in it. I remember there was a point where he tried to get out of it and it just didn't work out and he had to go back to doing the character. Yikes. Yeah, it's a rough time. Um, you know what? There was... This is actually fairly recent for me in the past like few years, but there was a point in time I went on a like massive... Legend of Zelda, the, the, the Breath of the Wild game that came out for the mm-hmm. Switch. I went on a, a crazy um, lore, like lore dive mm. on, into like theories and what could be. And then like, I, and then that also opened me up to like theories for like um, other games and such too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, the other games are like, and I just started... I think when like what happened was like the like the next the next Zelda game came out and then like the same with like a few other games and like all the theories were like not on point and I just realized that like I'm watching it thinking like I'm looking at some truth when it's just literally just someone's opinion which is cool. I don't know, I just see all I just see the videos now and I don't even bother looking because I know I'm like, yeah, it's probably not even like that, man. They didn't put, there's no way that they put that much. That's what it was. They made me feel like these games were made with so much thought and consideration mm-hmm. into subtle storytelling where we're doing a lot. Of, we're connecting the dots ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is fun, but it's most likely not the case. Yeah. I mean, that's what the entire Five Nights at Freddy's franchise is. It's just connecting dots. Damn, I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to think of something I'm I grew a TV show I grew out of. Like that I used to watch a lot, and for whatever reason, I'm just like, eh, I'm out of it. Oh, um, this is fairly recent, and I don't know if I've really grown out of it. And I'm not really embarrassed to say I liked it because it's like a it's a decent show that I just fell off of because it's just not that great. Um, murder only murders in the building. Like we watched, me and my girlfriend watched like two seasons of that show, and this is like it's it's good. And then the third season was just like, all right, this is kind of dragging it. I'm I'm not really into this. Uh, but that's a recent one. We just like stopped watching it. <laughs> I I haven't actively w- stopped watching a show because of like quality reasons in a long time. Like usually, I just fall off of a thing. Yeah, just because like my attention span is small. But I gotta get back to Monster. Oh yeah. I gotta watch Monster. I started watching uh I think I mentioned it to you, this other series on Netflix. Um Ashura. Oh, Kengi. I think I know what you're talking about. Kengo Ashura, I think like it's that. called. I don't know. Huh? Kengo Ashura. Kengo Ashura. I yeah. think. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's um it's really cheesy, honestly. Like if I had to say. Mm. But um, you know, there's a, it's a lot of action. It reminds me of Baki. Yeah, that's how I felt. I, like every clip I've seen of it is just like, wow, this is just like Baki, it feels. Um all right, I guess we can move on to one more question before we go. 
That was that was a great question. I it feel, was a great I, question. I feel bad I that I, I wish I, I could have put a bit. It will come back to I it if we are. think of it. If we think of it in like a later pre-show chat show, I'll bring it up again because yeah, I'm gonna. This is a good question. I know there's an answer for it, but I'm just like blanking right now. Um, what is your favorite bougie clothing brand or thing you enjoy buying? Oh uh, man, oh. I I have nothing. Bougie, huh? Yeah, I have nothing. I'm not. I have no fashion sense. Like my favorite, I buy jeans and nerdy t-shirts, and that's my vibe. That's my entire vibe. I don't think I have like nice clothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm bougie about for sure. What? And that's um the paper towels and toilet paper that I get. Yeah, that's something. That's something important. Um yeah. I get that. I yeah. Um also I guess like I have a bidet. When that's I get pretty bougie. Stocks, <laughs> huh? I have a bidet, that's pretty bougie, I guess. What's that? You don't have you don't know what a bidet is? Is that the is that for when you use the bathroom? Yeah. Oh wow, that's mega bougie. It's awesome. They're not that bougie. You could buy one for like thirty bucks and just install it in your toilet. That's what I did. That's bougie, bro. It's pretty good. Once you have it, you can't. Your life changes. You don't really want to live without it anymore. <laughs> I mean, I've never used one, so. Hmm. And and if and if you guys don't know what it is, y'all gonna have to look it up. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get anything fancy really. Do my rings count? My uh, Green Lantern rings? Do those count as a bougie thing that I want? Not bougie. Yeah, they're like seventy bucks. When it's I more buy. of a passion thing. Yeah. I guess technology, but that's not that's not kind of necessary. You need like really good shit, or else it's gonna break down. Well, you could just replace it. Like you get a like a two hundred dollar laptop, like I do, and it breaks down like every year. Two hundred dollars, you know. So how much is if you pay like fifteen hundred dollars for like an Apple laptop or something like that? Then let me see. Two, yeah, but four, you know, six, with those, I'm like paying yeah. for like the performance. You know, because I need like oh, a pretty strong yeah. computer because I do like the editing for everything right. and all that stuff. So I can't like just have a cheaper computer. I got to like look at the specs and shit. It's all really awful <laughs> how expensive these computers are. <laughs> uh. But yeah, that will probably be the bougiest thing I get is my Apple computer, and we'll have our video version of the pod back. Oh, I wanted to add this question because I think it's a good one, and then we'll call it. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll go into the show. How are you feeling about the Studio Mappa situation? Uh, I don't know where it's at right now, but... Back then, it was pretty devastating to hear. I mean, it makes sense, and it's par for the course. It's nothing new, really. You know, the struggles that, like, animators and whatnot go through. It, it happens here, too, but just not to such an egregious degree. But... It is pretty sad. The last I've heard of it is that, like... 
you know, they there was like mistreatment, but I don't know if there was anything done about it because Jujutsu Kaisen chapters continued to come out. So, well, the chapters do. Well, the chapters. Did I say chapters? I mean episodes. The anime is over right now, but I don't know. Obviously, it's terrible. Yeah, well, they they finished that season yeah no i'm saying obviously it's terrible and i don't know what's being done about it because there's no news in that regard everybody just seems to be like they're mistreating us and everybody and the it just seems to have stayed there <laughs> um so they're not they're not um striking i don't believe the animators have a union I'm gonna look that up right now. I think animators here well, just just, just I'm got just trying it. To, before I give my opinion of the situation, I'm just trying to see like if there's any recent updates. Yeah, I think uh, animators uh, here just got a union, like they just came together. But I don't know if that uh, applies to animators in Japan or so. But I I would be surprised if they have a union. That's what it is with a lot of like um this was on sixteenth the twenty fifth damn all in November. Well, as far as I see, they don't have a union. Uh which means they probably haven't organized um you know, in order to uh create a strike so that they can leverage uh, their demands. So nothing happened, and they continue to work. Good. Mm. Um, one of the most gorgeously animated um, series I've seen. Like you know, personally, I, I don't watch a whole lot of anime to be fair, but it was it was incredible. Um, a lot of people had mixed feelings about the um, the Sukuna and and Maharaga fight in the uh, what do you call that Shibuya district. Mm-hmm. But um, I I really liked how I just liked how it was expressed, uh, the the art in that episode. Oh yeah, I um, mean it's incredible. I, I enjoyed like the the fast pace and all the like the blurred lines. Like I, I like I, I appreciated it. So um, overall, I just thought it, um, they they do an incredible job. Mappa, they do they another series I watched from them recently, Vinland Saga, mm-hmm. was is incredible. Like um, I don't have any other more words to to use, but um, yeah, it's just awful. it's just really it is horrible. It's 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 unfortunate what they're going through, and I want to I want to press the point that you know this can happen to anybody in any to any any of us as working people, uh, you know, where we don't have a union to represent us. Otherwise, we're at the mercy of our bosses. And, you know, we have laws that state we can unionize. We have that right. And people have unionized in the past in order to gain things like uh, the weekend and minimum wage pay and many other uh, things we take for, you know, we, we may take for granted. So, um, yeah, I, I, if you're working, if you're at workplace, is trying to unionize. I I encourage you to sign a card for uh, in order to vote on whether you should have a union. You have everything to gain and nothing to lose. 
And I, again, like Mappa is an incredibly successful studio and they probably make a whole, I haven't looked up all their details, but I know they're probably making the most money, uh, maybe in the top five of all of like, you know, Japanese animation studios probably. Mm. So I don't know. I don't know if you want to check that out, Chris, to validate that, but whatever. Uh, yeah. Point is, as successful as they are, they're still treating their employees like shit. And they have, you know, they have the resources to hire more people and not work them as hard, but they're choosing to squeeze as much uh, capital out of, the- out of their labor. And they're powerless to do that without there being a union. I'm not sure what the union laws in Japan are like. Um, if anybody wants to comment on that, um, I'd love to have a conversation and learn. I'm going to look some of that up myself. But those are my, I guess, complete thoughts on the situation. Yeah. I feel really bad for them. Yeah. I mean, it is this, It is the same with, like, a lot of entertainment things. It's just such a broad, weird industry that, and people are so desperate to get in that, you know, They'll just do stuff for free. Because that's just how it is. But uh, animators don't work for free necessarily, but they work for very low wages. Um, I saw, this is from like 2022 animators, like Toei animators make like $2,000 a month. For new hires, basically. And they're like huge. They're like the Dragon Ball Z and One Piece people. So, yeah, it's it's tough out there. And yeah, I wonder how what the salaries are of the CEOs of these companies. Yeah, who's to say? Um, what the what the probably a lot what the profit margin. Um, yeah, and you know, animators freelance. I think if you're, I think if you're a working class person, and 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 what I mean by that is, you don't own. A, mil- uh, a multi-million dollar company, then I feel like you should empathize and, 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 and support, you know, other people, you know, in, in these, in these situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. <laughs> I think that's uh, all for this episode. Um, we ought to get into the actual show, but Thank you guys for listening. Uh, send your questions to newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Um, we're, uh, we're getting close to catching up. So if y'all want to send us in some some questions, uh, we'd love to backlog them for the show. Uh, see you guys in New Jump City. Peace out, guys.